0: So we're going to get to where we go from here in a second. How do you view Farhan Zaidi and Larry Bear and whoever you want to throw in, in terms of the front office? When we just say front office, it's a big blanket and a big mm-hmm. net that I'm casting here. What's your impression of them after this? So when I look at Farhan, I've always been very
1: adamant in my belief of Farhan's plan. You know, he's yeah, come on biggest believer. Know, I know. In the past. Yeah. And his plan makes sense. It's not yeah. you know, a super advanced plan. It's, You know, for those who who aren't familiar, a quick recap. Step one is basically using, you know, supplemental players to fill out the roster uh, while trying to build up the farm system. That's, you know, your Mike Yastrzemski's, your Alex Dickerson's, uh, your Lamont Wade Jr.'s. While you're doing that, you build up step two. Build up your prospects, your farm system, your Luciano's, your Vaughn Brown's, your Casey Schmitz. Then why then once you get those guys up to the big league level, that's when you add on the step three, which is you bring in the big name contracts. Yeah, you want to get that homegrown core intact or in place, and then you bring on the big free agents. So it's a good plan. It's not exactly an out of this world plan, but it's a very good plan. And I believe in it. I think it can work because it's worked with a lot of other teams. I think they had to do things a little bit backwards a bit due to the delay in some of the prospects coming up, which isn't unheard of. The Padres did the exact same thing with Manny Machado in 2019. They said, hey, we may not be there right now, but we got this guy. His name's Fernando Tatis Jr. You're going to have a lot of fun hitting with him in the lineup. Come play with us for the next 10 years. And Machado's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. I think the Giants tried to execute a similar plan here. Now, as to how I feel about Farhan, he's got great ideas. I wonder... I. I doubt his ability to maybe execute some of these ideas. Why do you say that? Or totally normal. I mean, you know, I'm sure at some point in time, you've met a guy who has a lot of really good ideas. We should do this. We should do that. We should do this thing too. We got it. You know, we can do this and this and this, and that will accomplish our goals. But when it comes to actually acting, acting on these ideas to actually following through on these ideas and achieving these ideas, they just don't get it done. You know, I'm not going to name names, but I'm sure you know someone, you know, off the top of your head, who fits that bill. It's just it happens. Some guys are idea guys, other guys are action guys. I think Farhan might be an idea guy who needs an action guy to kind of offset, you know, the lack yeah. of ability he has to come through on some of these ideas because at the end of the day like you have the ideas, if you can't do it, then you can't do it. We're going to find someone else who can
0: are you more frustrated in the state of the current team not being able to land someone like Aaron judge or more just their inability overall to land a big
1: fish? I think those things you can't really be frustrated about one without being frustrated about the other. And the reason I say that is because yeah. I look back to, before I left the station, I was talking to uh, our, our, our boy guru and I was talking you know, one of the frustrations that came for me was look back to last off season, after the 2021 season. You had a 107 win team. Everyone was looking at you like you're the bell of the ball. The Giants, they have the secret sauce. Something special is being cooked up there. And they did nothing really in free agency. They could have made some moves to strengthen a 107 win team, and they didn't, and they regressed as a result. Now, if you go out, add some guys in free agency, I, none of the names are coming off the top of my head who they could have added, It doesn't matter. You make some additions, bring in some outside talent to supplement the roster you have, which had taken a massive step forward without way before you expected it to happen. You bring those guys in. Even if you don't win 100 games this year, you're still an attractive looking team because of the moves you made last year. So now you're more attractive as a team and that makes it, I think, a little bit easier to convince a guy like Aaron Judge to take a chance on the Giants. Because, yeah, you're looking at this lineup and it's, it's hard to sell this lineup right now. I think it's very easy to sell what the next 10 years can look like, but that's not a guarantee. So, okay, well,
0: let me stop you right there. What is the sell on the next 10 years? Like if, if I'm sitting here trying to buy stock in the San Francisco Giants, forget Farhan specifically, what is that selling point over the next five to 10 years?
1: Well, I think that's a two-part answer there. The first part is what the actual sell would be, and that is they have done positive things with the farm system. Granted, they had a very low bar to start with, but they <laughs> yes. invested countless resources yes. into developing prospects. And again, it's no secret. These the Giants, we say about secret sauce, it may not be for the whole organization. They know what they're doing with pitchers. That yes. much is for sure. That's I I, I, talking to Carlos Rodon, uh over during the season. I asked, you know. Like what is so special? Obviously he can't get into the nitty gritty details. Yeah. That's proprietary information, but he pretty much told me like the way they, uh, they, they work with pitchers, the way they communicate with pitchers. It's so like different than any other team. they are so much more in depth. They're very hands on. And that's a sell. Like they know how to work with pitchers, but when you combine a, a farm system that could pair fruit plus we know how to fix pitchers. Like that's cool but it's not enough. No. And so as far as the cell, I mean, that's your cell, but your palm is it's a good sell. It's not a good enough
0: sell. No. And, 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 and here, let me, let me jump in. I'm just curious, Sam, like uh, I'm looking at the current state of the team, right? Logan Webb, you, you got a top of the rotation starter, whether you think he's an ace or a number two, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You mm-hmm. feel like he got a closer. Now those things are delicate. Closers can blow their arm out. I mean, really any pitcher can at any moment, but I like Dovall. I think he's young. I think we have yet to see the best of them. And he had a really nice Mm -hmm. season getting almost 25 saves. What else is there? Like what else young is there that I'm hanging my hat on? I'm, I'm listening to Susan Slusser who covers this team every single day for the San Francisco Chronicle. She's like, well, they might need a catcher. I'm like, what? I thought Joey Bart was okay or good enough at least to, to roll into this year. But it sounds like prominent pitchers on the staff didn't even like throwing to him over the last six weeks of the season. So like that got my ears up. I'm saying, Damn, I don't even have a catcher. Yeah. And I think that's
1: where again Aaron Judge spurning the Giants really hurts. No one likes a reality check. No <laughs> one, and especially they don't like a cold dose of harsh reality check. And I feel like again, that's where the gut punch hurts. Is yeah. that and I and I wrote about this for the station. It's almost like last week. Aaron Judge listening to the Giants, it was almost a litmus test for the Giants. You know, he's gonna sit down still. and and I mentioned this on air a little bit too. You know, we talk about Farhan's plan. We only know so much about it. Aaron Judge, when he sat down with Farhan Zaidi and Pete Patella and Larry Bear and anyone else who was there, Farhan laid out the next 10 years in every single nitty gritty detail of what they plan to do for these next 10 years. Everything about the master plan, the vision, yeah, anything that we fail to see right now, Farhan showed it to Aaron Judge. And those words were buzzing around in Aaron Judge's head. And eventually they were going to come to a decision where he would say, wow, you know what? I really like what these guys are cooking up. I'm in. Or he's going to say, yeah, no, these guys are crazy. I'm going to go back to New York. And he decided to go back to New York. And what that message, I think, sends to the rest of the league is, hey, everyone, the Giants, they talk a lot. There's nothing going on here, though. Yeah, that hurts. And that's what hurts the most. It's like, it feels like this isn't just a normal free agent saying no. This is a negative indictment on... The status of the Giants. You think you're cool enough to make it to the cool kids table, but you're you're still stuck at the nerd table, and you feel like you're you're going to be trapped there forever. And that's that's what stinks. Is you th- the Giants threw out their best pitch possible, and it apparently it barely registered. That's the best pitch they can do. That, but that hurts. They can't register. It's it's deflating. You well, it's deflating to see just how far off the radar this organization apparently still is
0: and uh they do actually make a move they get mitch hanniger from the seattle mariners a three year essentially two years which it can opt in for a third year equaling about forty four million dollars overall i like mitch hanniger i know he was hurt a lot in 2022 he's a good player like he's a very very good player when healthy i think he's a great locker room guy but that can't be the only move that you 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 bring in it sounds like he's gonna play some right field for us i, I don't know maybe it's left field he feels like a better version of what Darren rough was for this team in terms of being able to bop the ball from the right-hand side and being an outfielder who can give you a little something out there and maybe do some DHing. you got Jock Peterson, but that doesn't feel enough. You know what I mean? Like no, you lost Evan Longoria. So you have a hole at third base. Um, you don't know what's going on with Brandon belt. I, I hope that he doesn't come back. Not because I don't wish him well, but it's because they need to move on from him. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't gotten a shortstop of the future. It's Brandon Crawford, probably there. It feels like Estrada at second base, though Wilmer Flores might throw his hat in there. You've got the shift coming into baseball now where you can't shift this upcoming year. They really don't have a center fielder. I, I feel very incomplete right now, Sam. Like, I, I don't know no, what to say
1: you're right to feel that way. Yeah. It just feels like the giants are so behind schedule. And that's why I kind of get this feeling like you have all these ideas, but you're not coming through on them. And that's, that's where the worry is. It just, it all comes back to like, it's, if you just can't get there and that's what really worries me because if they can't get there, I don't want to have to see this team start all over again. And, Further adding to that, you know, I'm trying to go to bed last night. I'm getting into bed. I'm all warm and I'm cozy. Sure, that Warrior game was kind of a bummer of an ending, but I feel like, you know what? The day is done. We're going to move on to the next day. No more bad news. My phone buzzes. Xander Bogarts to the Padres for 11 years. And it's just like you can't catch a break because for as it stinks that the Giants are struggling right now. Then you throw on top of it the fact that the Padres and Dodgers are a couple of death stars right now, and it just makes it worse. Like, yeah, if the Padres the and Dodgers were just merely good teams that were capable of 90 wins, I feel like it would be a little bit different, but they're putting on a master class on how to bury your division, basically. D- like if you're
0: not just damn. the Giants, Dimebacks and Rockies got to be wondering, how do, we, how do we get ahead of those two guys? It's a great question. And I the thing that I was thinking about, like for the Padres, because the Dodgers are the big, bad behemoth that everyone fears. And they've lost a lot. If you really look at it, they lost a lot. Bellinger, Turner, um, they're obviously lost Trey Turner and Justin Turner. Um, they've lost a lot, and they still have Mookie, they still have Trey Turner, uh, the, um, the first baseman Freddie uh Freddie Freeman, thank you. They still got Gavin Lux, they've got Will Smith, they've got some players. I- I'm not denying that, but they have lost a lot. And then I look at the at the Padres. Now, if I named any one of these guys, they would be the best player on the Giants: Manny Machado, mm-hmm. Fernando Tatis Jr., yep. Juan Soto, far and away, Xander Bogarts, probably. I mean, that's a tough pill to swallow. Uh, and then you throw in Musgrave, and you throw in you Darvish, and some of the other pitchers that they've got. Still got Blake Snell. Like we have Clevenger still on the team too, isn't he? Yeah, this hurts. Like, so what <laughs> I'm saying is, is like, yeah, they've really fallen behind. And this feels like they're a couple of years away from even being up to where the Padres are, let alone where the Dodgers are.
1: Yeah, it it feels like right now, if the Giants are going to catch the Padres and Dodgers, the Padres and Dodgers are going to have to help the Giants out a little bit. Like, they're going to have to regress a little bit. They're going to have to regress a little bit somehow for the Giants to catch up. Like, the Dodgers have to get a little bit worse. (laughs) The Padres are going to have to get a little bit worse. And then maybe that will make it a little bit easier for the Giants to finally climb back into the division race. The downside of that is I don't see the Padres slowing down anytime soon, no. and I'm pretty sure the Dodgers are never gonna win less than 100 games in a season ever again for the rest of history. So they're not gonna make it easy for you. They're not supposed to make it easy for you. The Giants spent, you know, five of the first three, you know, five years of the of the last decade making the rest of the National League West absolutely miserable. I mean, you remember during that three that uh, three and five run. Every team in the NL West changed front offices at least once. I believe the Padres and Diamondbacks did it twice. That's how crazy the Giants made the rest of the NL West at the start of the 2010s when they're winning those three World Series championships. So now other teams, they're looking at the Giants right now and they're thinking, hey, you buried us one time. We're going to return the favor. Great. I'm not going to lie. It's not fun watching your team get buried. I I understand why they were so frustrated.